Bump and Run with Bernie and Dalby. Presented by Burrito Express, your local burrito joint. Now, here's Brett Bernheisel and Steve Dalby. All right. Well, getting a little exotic this week. This is uh, this is show 13. So we have a dozen oh, eggs look at you. with another egg. So this is called the Baker's Dozen. Yeah, I almost thought about buying a Kurt Warner uh, jersey, but I decided not to. And, and so before we get started with this beautiful program, Dolby, what's with the hat? I mean, you're a, huh? you're a, your wife went to U, your wife went to U of A. Uh-huh. You know that I'm anti U of A. And now are you doing this for me or are you doing this for something else? No, we we live in a house divided. My younger son Matthew is at ASU, so um, we've we've learned to, I guess, like ASU a little bit more since he's there. And um, I think last week my wife even had some ASU stuff on when we were at the football game. So um, no, it was just great to see. That was a good win for them. Obviously, um, U of A's got some problems with their football program. It's going to take some, take a while, and so um, it's fun to see. The Sun Devils playing well, and I was so happy that they beat uh, UCLA. Um, I've had two golfers recently go to UCLA, and it didn't work out for both of them. Um, so I'm, I was cheering for the Sun Devils hard to, to beat up on the Bruins. All right. Well, you know what? I mean, it's taken us, I don't know, three, three and a half years, four years, whatever it's been, for you to finally uh, get on board. And uh, that's a cool oh. thing. Uh, before we talk about the uh, Sanderson Farms, there's a lot of stuff that happened in the world of golf outside of just playing. I got a chance to, and I did it, I, I streamed it. I watched Bryson in the uh, long drive that happened this uh, weekend in Mesquite. And I had the opportunity one time in my life, I don't know, probably 20 years ago, maybe longer, to go watch the, the world longest drive in Vegas when it was held in Vegas. And it was an interesting but very boring thing for me to watch. And we sat in bleachers that, like if you went to a Little League baseball game, the bleachers were about that size. You held like, I don't know, 25 mm -hmm. people. And it bored me to death. But I actually watched this thing, and it was, it, was, it was streamed live on YouTube by, I don't know, some guy that won the tournament uh, or the championship in like 2005 and some other guy. And all they cared about was how many how many viewers they had. Oh, we're up to twenty eight thousand viewers, thirty thousand viewers, thirty five thousand viewers, and then and Bryson was he did very well. He 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 made it farther than I thought he would. But it's a weird situation how they do this. And I don't know if you got to watch it or not. But if not, I'll just explain it to you. So they would do like it's called rapid rounds. And we're four guys, and remember the sun's beating down on them because this is like 4 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So four guys would hit one guy in pod one, two, three, and four, and whoever won that pod would get this amount of points. I think it was 200. Second was 100. Third was 50. And fourth was 25, if you got it on the grid. If you didn't get on the grid, you got no points. But it was weird because guys were hitting these drives and, like, running, like, 10 feet and amping up the crowd while the other guy's trying to hit a ball, and you got shadows coming left and right. It was... It was a very interesting thing to watch, but I'll give DeChambeau kudos for making it to the quarterfinals or whatever because he was hitting balls, you know, 394, 396, 402. 
And then you got these clowns that are hitting at like 430. It was just, it was, it was mm -hmm. fascinating to watch. No, and it is. And I actually did watch. I was, um, I was on social media and, and it popped up. And in years past, this has been covered by the Golf Channel. And mm -hmm. maybe for maybe for reasons where the Golf Channel didn't have sponsors for them, or maybe they just didn't feel like it was something that a lot of people would watch. Um, all of a sudden, it was kind of cool that they did the YouTube feed, and and um, I, I, when I I think they were over forty thousand viewers when I was when I was on there, and it was two of the guys that that had, had been with Long Drive for a long time, and you could tell how appreciative they were that Bryson was doing this because I think for them um, to have this forty or fifty thousand people watching um, was justification that maybe next year. Golf Channel picks it up, or ESPN picks it up. Somebody picks it up, um, which is a big deal for the, you know, for the the traveling show that is long driving. And so um, I thought it was, I thought it was great. And and Bryson did very well. And and it was interesting how to me um, he he amped his ball speed up so much from, you know, we think he hits it hard and it and it, and it goes when he's playing in a tournament. I think ball speed he had up to what was it 218 miles an hour which was like yeah. i don't know 20 20 30 miles an hour more than if he was playing in a tour event um he he had the advantage i think that the guys knew that he could hit it in the grid um but he also i think surprised the guys that <clears throat> he was able to create some of the the power that uh, kyle berkshire can can um can create and and um I've seen those two uh, with Chris Como in Dallas working in there. You know, Chris Como has this house and he's got a driving, he's got a, a hitting area in his living room. And I've seen them both in there where they're, where they're working on speed and, and, and how to get speed and how to use the ground and how to jump. And when you look at these golf swings, they're not golf swings that it's not like watching Adam Scott swing a golf club. It, it's violent. It's fast. But it was fun. It really was. And I thought Bryson did a great job. Well, there was one point in the late in the qualifying stage, you get to the top eight where DeChambeau is in grid three. And there's a guy in grid four that's swinging so hard, he rips his fucking groin out and goes to the ground. And Bryson <laughs> doesn't see that. Bryson doesn't. Yeah, Bryson doesn't know what to do because the guy's sitting next to him. And he's looking over, like, freaked out because the guy's, like, screaming and yelling because, you know, he ripped his groin. But yet, it's all on a – you only have two and a half minutes to hit these six balls. And and right. and, and Bryson looked at him and, and, like, I don't know what to do now. When normally you'd be like, oh, my – you know, let's help this guy. And then Bryson continues to hit while this guy's on the ground. It was the strangest thing I've ever seen. I mean, I, I don't know the rules to long driving, but maybe they could have – stop the clock for just maybe one second and maybe help this guy. Cause all of a sudden you see this guy's wife coming and then some other family member and then, you know, a, a trainer or something like that. It was a really, uh, it was a, it was a, it was a strange deal. But once Bryson got eliminated, you watch the 43 or 44,000 viewers they had all of a sudden and they were off. But I mean, some of them still stayed on uh, other big news this week, Dolby uh, before we get to the golf, Changes. Jimmy Johnson, changes. Jimmy Johnson and Justin Thomas are done. I've heard mm -hmm. from people that I've talked to 
<coughs> excuse me, that Jimmy's just, he's old enough now, he's made enough money that he is uh, going off to retirement. And then um, Bubba Watson and Ted Scott uh, broke up this week as well, which is two big, big caddying teams that we've seen for years now. Ted Scott, I, apparently from what I've heard, has been out there for so long. When he came out and caddy for Azinger 20-something years ago, it was only going to be for a few weeks. And I think that, that he's made enough money now that he can bast off into the sunset and lay on the beach. So, But pretty big news now that and, and now that um, Jim Bones Mackay uh, is now coming out of retirement from TV. He's still going to do TV when he's not working for, for Justin Thomas, which – I, you know, will probably be the smaller events, but uh, he's now his full-time caddy, which, you know, I, I can't blame Bones. I don't know what Golf Channel's paying him, uh, but I can tell you that I can estimate that if you're working for Justin Thomas, you're making, oh, anywhere between 2 and $4 million a year caddying for him. Oh, well, then that's good work. He makes that much money? Well, I don't know. You get ten percent. What does Justin Thomas make? I mean, he's oh, gonna, I don't know. I don't he, think. I don't know. I don't think he gets ten percent. I don't think ten percent's the the norm. I think you always go ten percent. I think the norm, and it's still a lot of a big number, but I think it's more eight percent, um, maybe ten percent on a win. Um, but I, I don't think it's just a straight ten percent. Um, and and I guess maybe we could ask Judd on that. Maybe you have, but I've heard a lot of different different things. And, and then, you know, there's also the guys that maybe just have a, a set fee. Now, I'm not saying that, that uh, Thomas will do that with Bones, but, but I think there's, there's different ways. These guys, they make a lot of money, but, but you know, I, I, I have, find it hard to believe that it's $4 million that Jimmy Johnson made last year. Okay, so you won the Tour Justin, Championship. How much, did, how much did, how much did Dustin Johnson win uh, in earnings? Dustin Johnson? I'm sorry, right, well, Justin 15, Thomas. Yeah, you win you win Justin fifteen million dollars for yeah, you win fifteen million dollars for winning the FedEx Cup. It's ten percent, that's one five. Now let's just start yeah, there. It, but is it and, and again, do you know that they're giving a straight ten percent yes. of their, their FedEx money? For sure. Well, I'm sure no, I'm not a hundred percent, but I'm ninety percent for sure. Because I that's not can, all cash. That's money that's put away. So I don't know how they're writing checks for that. Well, I, okay, so I remember I remember a few years ago when Rory McIlroy mm -hmm. won the FedEx Championship and he sent mm -hmm. his caddy, and I forget his name back then, and the, and the caddy went on Twitter and said a tsunami just hit my bank account of $1.5 million because these guys can, as you know, these guys can write it off. So, I mean, you might as well, as mm -hmm. we talked about a few weeks ago, just on some weird thing with Michael Allen giving his caddy a $100,000 bonus, they, these guys just give it to them, and then they can write it off. I mean, you might as well give it to your to your person that works for you instead of giving it to the mm -hmm. the, the stupid government. I mean, so I think I think it is ten percent, but I'll find out more for sure. But I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I I get, I mean, I get. So let's just take for example. I mean, uh, and, and I don't, like you, Tiger, you don't, like, like Tiger Woods gave. Steve Williams, it was a set fee. Now, this is in 2000, 2001, whatever, but it was a million dollars. That was his fee. That was what he got for the year. And he didn't get anything and else on top of the wins? That. He might have got a bonus, but, you know, Tiger isn't the notoriously the most generous person in the world. But I just be, I, I just, I, I just wonder. I wonder. And it's not, and I'm not saying that it's, you know, it could be, you could be right. 
Um, I just, I don't know. I feel like that's a that's a that's a lot. Dolby, Dolby, uh, Justin Thomas made six point five three million dollars in twenty twenty one. Okay. Tour. Okay. So what's eight percent of that? No, I didn't have that. Oh, no, get eight. It's ten. He's not an eight percent guy. Plus bonuses, no, and everything that. No, I. I mean, whatever. I mean, you could be right. I mean, I just well, know that. What's what's so six million? What's ten percent? Six hundred fifty thousand. Okay, and then you give him a bonus. And, and, so I don't know how you're getting four million. That's all I'm saying. Well, okay, maybe four millions. Maybe maybe I shot the moon you know, on four I'm million. Just saying, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know that Jimmy Johnson's making four million every year. I okay, think maybe, maybe, maybe like great. I said, maybe, maybe, yeah, I, yeah maybe I should, he's going to definitely make more money than he's making at the Golf Channel. That's for sure. Um, yeah. So Sam Burns today at Sanderson Farms, and you know what? And this struck me, and I and I follow the game as close as a lot of people. When he won today at Sanderson Farms, I was thinking it was his third or fourth win on tour. It's his second. And it, it, it shocked me. And um, here's a guy that I think is a, is a very complete player. And, and, and granted, it wasn't the greatest field in, in Jackson, Mississippi. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, definitely not like the field next week in, in Vegas where it's the greatest field I've ever seen for that tournament at the Shriners. Mm -hmm. But this guy, this guy can flat out play, and he's he's still so young. And and you know, we talked about last week on, on going forward on the Ryder Cup, who the who the the the, the main people that'll be each and every year. I, this is the one guy. This is one of the guys that I think that can jump himself into that that group that wasn't included this year because a lot of people thought that he should have been included. Uh, in this year's Ryder Cup team, and it didn't matter because they went out and whatever in, in nineteen to nine. But he can, this guy can really play. And then there's a, and, and like I said, I follow this game very, very close. And then Cameron yeah. Young, guy that finishes second. Okay, I, I so I, I I clicked on him his profile, and I knew he'd won last year on the Corn Ferry Tour, but I didn't know he'd won twice and finished second once before. He's one hundred and seventy third in the world. So if people want to talk about up-and-comers and things. This guy's 24 years old, and I didn't know a lot about him, but, man, he can really play as well. This this tour is is becoming, as you said last week, younger and younger and younger, and these, these kids can flat-out play. It wasn't like back in the day when I caddied or when you and I grew up playing golf. The talent level is so much better than it was back then. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and and like with Sam Burns, and, and you do, you think, wow, he's probably won a handful of times. But his first year, his first, I guess, full year or, or on the PGA Tour was 2018. He only played 11 times. 19, he played a full schedule 26 times. 20, he played 19 times. Last year, he played 26 times. And he, he, won, he won in May. He won the what did he win? The Valsbar. And then he was second the next week at that in Dallas or two weeks later. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he's absolutely, a, a, you know, he was eighth in the BMW. This guy is really good. Second in the World Golf Championship at the FedEx, the St. Jude in Memphis. So, but I think he really hasn't played that long. And it does maybe take a little bit of, of work. But I think this fall season is great in that you get to learn names of guys that, you know, you asked me about this young and I have no idea who he is, but he's, a, you know, he's 170 something in the world. That's pretty damn good golf. Um, the fall season is great. 
in that you see these young guys, you had the Pepperdine kid, uh, Sahith Thigala, um, you know, who shot okay. 71 today, um, shot 71 today, but, you know, he was right there. It might take him a little while, but great player. Um, but then you also see guys who haven't played well that maybe catch fire. Nick Watney hasn't played much good golf over the last five, six years, and he loses by a shot. Um, this is probably uh, full FedEx points, right? This, this, yeah. this one. So yeah, yeah. So he's probably he probably by virtue of second place has got his card for for next season, and it's mm -hmm. you know it's uh, yeah. I think he played. Yeah, he did. I saw him in Napa. Don't know exactly how he played, but it's got him, Fair. you know, in the FedEx. It, yeah. It, he's, he started at 29th, so he was 29th, and now he's fourth on the FedEx Cup. This is, this, is a great, this is a great springboard for a guy like Nick Watney, who's a hell of a player. He's battled injuries. He kind of monkeyed with his swing a little bit, maybe because of the injuries. Uh, but I'm really happy to see that he played well and, and you know, 65 today to kind of charge up the board a little bit. That, that's a huge, a huge thing for him. And then there's guys, you know, like, uh, you know, there's you talk about caddy changes. Wayne, Wayne, um, Wayno, um, who was with Troy, is now with Tyler. Wayne Odrano. With Tyler, Wayne Odrano. Um, he's with Tyler Duncan. Tyler missed the cut by a shot at Napa, but this week – very solid golf, uh, 68, 68, 69, 66. I think he made five in a row coming in today and tied 14th. So now he's got himself a nice start to put yourself in a position to not have to worry about it in May or June. You really want to try to get this done. And Bernie, you said it, because these guys are so good, I don't think you want to be 200th on the FedEx Cup list when it's the beginning of June, because now it's panic. Um, if you can get off to a good start, um, you know, get some stuff done, it's a lot, lot easier than, you know, going to Reno and trying to, keep, you know, play well to keep your card. That's that's tough duty. So <clears throat> Watney, as we've talked about on this program before, took his one-time top 50 all-time money winner exemption for this year. And like you said, he now probably has enough points, maybe not a, enough to completely get there, but if he makes, if he has another top 10 or a couple of top 25s, you're right. But then you look at, you look at Sam Burns and a lot of people don't understand when the season starts like this, when you win as early as Burns just did today, that gives you, let's just say that Burns didn't have any, any status or exemption status at all. When you win this early in the season, you then get the entire season of this year plus the following two years, and you are fully exempt on the PGA Tour. So basically, it's like three years. So if you won at the end of, yeah. of, 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 of last year, you only get the next two years. This guy basically, if he didn't have exemption status, but he does, he gets three full years of knowing that he has a job, which is really, really big because even if you played like shit for three years, you're still getting endorsement fees. You're still getting, you know, this, that, all this. So you're still, you still have a job. So 
that is something that a people a lot of people don't realize, which is a, which is a big thing. Knowing, yeah, he just won, you know, whatever. I don't know how much purse money this was, but he went the five hundred x, you know, the FedEx Cup points. So he's already in the in the finals for sure. So it just frees yeah. a guy up to where a guy like this, a, a guy that's this young, can just go free roll it now for the rest of the year and see what happens. Yeah, no, absolutely, and and you're right, and 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 you are right that that like with Nick, it's not done. So I think you want to have. 400 points maybe 420 to be safe sure. right you know it's yeah. usually 387 or something but but so nick is at he got 245 today along with the last week he's at 270 points that's a great great start uh you know 130 more points in you know he's probably going to play another 20 to 24 times and so it is, it's just, it's really good to get off to a, a good start. And that's where, um, like with Troy, um, Troy tied 16th uh, in Napa, um, went over and played in the Dunhill Lynx Championship. So he was playing in a European tour event this this uh, this weekend, but it's mm -hmm. nice to know that he had the top 16 to kind of give him a start. And then hopefully, you know, we go to Las Vegas this week and things go well and you just kind of keep building. You just, um, you know, that's the that's the big thing that the fall, I think, does, Bernie. I think you identify these young kids that are playing out of this corn fairy status. And then is there, there's a shuffle, right? Still with those guys. They're, yes. They're in a, and so how does that work? So I, I don't know exactly the exact dates that they do this, but the, the 50, players on the corn ferry tour with the exception of one and two who are fully exempt get shuffled periodically throughout the year i think it's either three or four times to where if you're not making any money and at four five six seven wherever your priority ranking is to start and somebody at 48 9 50 or whatever is making money you can get leapfrog and you can get you can drop as all the way down to the bottom so they they reward players that that play well early and i shouldn't say money because it's all points or whatever it is now they reward players on how they're playing and they, and they work their way up because it, it all matters like when we come to phoenix here in you know whatever it's october november we come to phoenix in three months phoenix the waste management phoenix open you know back in the day you know two three guys get in now probably you know eight or nine get in now uh, off the uh, corn ferry tour list so it's a big deal to reshuffle up to, to, to make your status better, which, you know, it, it could matter is getting in one, two, maybe even three different events, because there's a lot of times mm -hmm. where you're going to be sitting as the first alternate and not get in, where if you'd have played better the last few weeks, you're going to get in. And, and, and for those guys on the, from the corn ferry tour coming into the PGA tour, getting starts is a big deal. And, you know, you, you, if you can get into the waste management Phoenix open, you know, that's a, that's a big deal because it's a, mm -hmm. it's a smaller field. So the, the stuff like that, stuff like that is, is really important. You talked about uh, the, the Dunhill and, and, and Troy played good. He, he, you know, he, he had a rough third round, but he played well and he finished, I think top 25, 26 or whatever. Do you, mm -hmm. do, is it, do you take, what do you take away? I mean, I know you probably didn't talk to him much cause it was, you know, a 14 hour, 12 hour, you know, time deal. But are you satisfied as, a, as, a, as the player's coach on, on how he played this week? Yeah, no, I, I am. And, and, and it was windy. Uh, the first day was not windy. He played so the, 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 the Dunhill links is like the AT&T Pebble Beach. So it's three courses, then you cut, 
you're playing those three courses with one partner. He had Andy Garcia, uh, the actor. Um, oh, really? And he was just he was just paired with him. It wasn't that they were they don't know each other. They they just got he just was paired. Well, they with do him. now. Um, they do now. And um, so he played St Andrews the first day, and it was calm. And I think if you if you wanted to have a golf course to play when it was calm, it was probably Carnoustie. Carnoustie's a bitch. So he played well at St Andrews. <clears throat> Played, said he actually played pretty well at Carnoustie, shot one over on a day where eight guys, eight pros shot in the 80s. Um, didn't play well at Kings Barn, and that was the third round. And then today, um, he made a nice move. Um, I think he shot five under again today at St. Andrews. And so as I look at it, yeah, top, I think he was 27th. I, you know, that's a good, that's a good finish <clears throat> in a, in an, in a different environment, right? It's not, you know, this sure, isn't, sure. this isn't, this isn't Boise, Idaho. This is somewhere else. And they still had some rules over there on the European tour where um, with COVID and stuff, he had to get tested. Um, it was more go pick up stuff, go back to the room still. So it was, it was, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like he was able to walk around and, and, and take a look at stuff. It was, it was very much just, you're there to play golf. Um, he, um, yeah, it was good. And I, I, what I liked about it is he played very well at St. Andrews. And in July, the Open Championship is at St. Andrews. So, you know, at least he got a look at the golf course. Um, and, and I'm not sure if he did that on purpose. I think he just had the opportunity to play these golf courses and wanted to. But um, it's, it's nice to get up to get a little bit of a look at the golf course. Hope, hopefully, you know, we're, we're there in, in July. So, yeah, I, I was happy with it. Um, hopefully world ranking, maybe it helps a little bit. And, and then, you know, he's he's going to come back. Now, here's one, though, for you, um, Bernie. So uh -oh. he switched. You no, know, this is good. He switched caddies. Right. So uh -huh. the the new caddy was not aware that he was going to caddy for Troy. He had stuff going on this week, so he didn't go over. But he used to caddy for Dustin Johnson, so he knows all the caddies. He had him set up with a caddy over there, one of the European tour caddies. So the guy said, fine. Um, Troy gets over there on Monday. Somehow his normal player gets in, right? So now he does not have a caddy, right? Because the guy's going to go with his, with his caddy. I so can see this. Yeah, he gets an, he gets an, and we talk about caddy nicknames. He gets the, the and they find they find another caddy like in 15, 20 minutes. His name is Punk. So Punk is going to take Troy's bag. Punk, and I don't know if he got a call. I don't know what happened, but and this is it, it's true. His mother had a health issue, so that that's that's Ooh. not good. But I guess, so now Punk is no longer with Troy. He was hired for 15 minutes. So now there was a third caddy that I know of that carried his bag around the uh, the, the rotation at the Dunhill Links. So he said, I was, uh, I hired and fired, you know, three guys in, in a matter of a, an hour. So, you know, it happens. Speaking it of happens. that, speaking of that, did you get, have you got your passport issues fixed yet? No. I haven't, but I, 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 I probably should. I haven't. Yeah, I've got a passport that probably has my picture on it when I was twelve. So it probably is time to to get it to get it going. And and you know, my 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 wife Amy even said today, when I talked about you know St. Andrews, she said, "Well, you might want to get that passport 
figure it out just in case this this year so yeah yeah I, you know what it's not like it used to be where you just like drove down to a place and got your picture taken and then no all of a sudden a while, for eighty dollars yeah. yeah it does i remember i remember when, back in the day when i had to when 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 i caddied and billy judah's like uh, you're going to new zealand and australia i'm like no i'm not he goes yeah you are you're you're going so get your pan mm -hmm. i had to go down there and take this picture and it had to do it the last i mean it, it took for it it was a it was a tight window so i'm recommending you right now since you have probably eight or nine months i would recommend you doing it soon uh yeah. in fact very soon to get it done or you're not going to be going over there and because you know if something like that happens to troy again as far as the caddy situation i know you're always like on deck you wouldn't be on deck because right. you'd be over here so no and that, um, and, that, and you're right that's what should happen yeah um so next week's field I, I looked at the field um and by the and by the way you yeah. were wrong last week troy was still on the list of people that playing in sanderson farm so he did he did sign up for it he did withdraw on two or three days before but but he was on the list so i just want to make sure that everybody knows that i was correct and you weren't but next week at uh in vegas this is by far the best field i've ever seen at that tournament kepka reed i mean there's like 10 of the top 25 in the world and it goes back to your point earlier that you've made or you made last week that getting points in the fall season is a big deal because a lot of these guys once the tour championship and the Ryder cup ends normally they just they say the hell with it and i'll see you in january but now these guys right. these guys have to go play in some of these events yeah they they do have to and then um they're they're you know the the pga tour also um i don't think they require but they strongly recommend that you play in each tournament over a period of i think three or four years and so you know there might be some guys that are like okay well you know i want to i want to knock this one out um and and on the schedule it kind of makes sense where you know like for for kepka um you know you play the rider cup a couple weeks ago you take the week off and and now you go um play a couple and and then there is isn't there aren't they staying another week to the the top players yeah isn't there one yes so so that's the other thing they have I'm pulling up the schedule here so we have the shriners next week and then the following week is what's called the cj cup and that's at the summit club in las vegas that's a tournament where all the top players are invited it's a no cut event very small last year they played at um free money yeah it's free money and then the following week is the zozo championship and so the cj is usually in korea then you sure so so it does make sense now it goes las vegas las vegas japan i'm guessing some of these guys and I know some of these guys aren't going to the Zozo because Troy is actually playing in the Zozo, but he's not in the CJ Cup. So, you know, his his status is such that he was able to get in the Zozo and go to Japan. And that's nice. It's 78 players. Um, but uh, but yeah, the CJ. So it kind of makes sense. Free money. Guys, why not? Yeah, free money. But come over, play a week at the Shriners and then play the next week and then maybe not go to Japan. All right, it's time for the ever-popular segment of 
Who you got? Sponsored by our good friends at Burrito Express, your local burrito joint. And last week was one person picked a good player, and that was you, Dolby. You uh, you had uh, Will Zalatoris, so you got the three points. Schubert, are you are you awake? I mean, what what's going on? There he is. Wait, okay, wait so you had Zalatoris picked, last week. Picked a good player. Ride my coattails on picking Zalatoris two weeks ago. That's what that was. Yeah, that's what it was. Absolutely. Well, so so Dolby got the three points for last week. And next week, just so you know, behind me, I'm going to have a scoreboard. Yeah, I'm having a scoreboard made by our, sign company another company. That I, oh, okay. It's a different sign company, but I'm going to have a scoreboard so everybody can tune in and not, I don't have to tell anybody. Uh, so Dolby got the three. Uh, Schubert and I both picked players that tied. So one and a half points for each as he had uh, Gary Woodland and I had Adam Schink. That's very week. generous. Very generous the way you phrased it, that we had two players that tied. You are failing to tell everybody that we also had two players that didn't make the cut. I did. I did purposely leave that out. Yes. Yeah, but, we you know, didn't once make good picks this week. Once Dolby's guy got such so far ahead, I uh, I I gave up. But uh, all right, we're at the uh, this week in the Shriners in Vegas. Dolby with your incredible win last week on the 16th player that in the field. Who who do you have this week for who you got? So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take a stab at one that's a very you know historically a very good player but has been struggling a little bit, is actually didn't even get into the FedEx Cup this last year, but, and I don't know Ooh. this as fact, but I'm thinking maybe if he was smart, he might be going to talk to Butch Harmon before this event. I'm gonna pick Ricky Fowler. Ooh. Ricky Fowler, all right. Well, Shu, you're still second up since I got penalized last week for today. My picking of a guy that was in a field and wasn't in the field, and so you're uh, you're second up. He has Fowler. Who do you have? So I have I have confirmed that this person's picture is on the website uh, on the PGATour.com of in the field. So that's a great place to start. Is that we're picking somebody whose picture is on the website. I'm going with a a brand favorite. This is one of my guys. You guys know this. I love this player. I love watching him play. Give me Victor Hovland this weekend. Oh yeah. He's one of the top 25 in the world. But are you a wrestling fan? What is that? A AEW wrestling? What is yes. that? It's a wrestling company. Do you work for them too? No, I do not work for them. I'm just a fan of them. And I guarantee you that the, the crossover of people that listen to our podcast that know what that is are going to be very few. But we'll see. All right. So I'm going to go with the guy that has the shortest name that's playing this week. I'm going with the Vegas resident, Kevin. Nah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is my pick. Okay. He always plays Kevin well not. in this tournament. Dolby picked Kevin out a couple weeks ago in the Ryder Cup, who you got, right? No, oh, he didn't play in the Ryder yeah. Cup. I no, thought he should have been on the Ryder Cup. We, we did a, we did a who oh, yeah, in yeah. Ryder Cup, and he picked yeah. Kevin Nah. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Shu. Go back to Shoe. watching. Hey, Shu. Hang on. Hang on. Shu. Yes. So who are the names? In the all elite wrestling thing, because I I only okay. right. I, nice I Google. you know I'm I kind of like the man you know um, with the, with the, the WWE um, okay. what's her name the, with the uh, red Becky hair Becky Lynch yeah name? this is fun Becky this is Lynch good. I'm enjoying yeah, this. I like, this is good talking I like the man Becky Lynch yeah okay yeah. all right um, let me give you some names that are more old school that you might know Chris Jericho oh. is in all elite okay. wrestling yep. Chris Jericho's in there uh, the, Hulk Hogan. The big, 
no, Hulk Hogan's not in there. The Big Show goes by a different name now, but he's in there. Um, let's see, who else? So you just change your name whenever you want? Okay, there's copyright issues. If you work in one company and they have a copyright on the name, you can't use that name in another company. You're going to get a lawsuit. So he changed his name. So he's not the Big Show anymore. His name's Paul White. Don't look at me. I, it, it's a legal matter, okay? Uh, Christian. I don't know if anyone's familiar with Christian. He's he's in there. CM Punk's another big name that used to be in WWE that's over there. I'm trying to think of some other big ones. Mark Henry. Um, let me think if there's any other big names. That Do you still think this stuff's real? Listen, we're not going to have this conversation. It's not real, but it is fun. It is entertaining, okay? Kind of like this show. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would, yes. I would agree. I would agree. It's fun. It's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. All right, Chew. Thanks, right, thanks guys. for every, right. thanks for enlightening us up on uh, sure. wrestling. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do a uh, a wrestling show one day, or maybe we won't. I think it's Dobby, wrestling, real quick actually. before we go. What is it called? Wrestling. It's not wrestling. Wrestling. What are you? Yeah. What are you from Pearl Arkansas? Wrestling. Yeah. Um, I know you're. I know you're leaving here soon to go to Vegas. So we'll make it real quick. Um, real quick. I, I. I. Today was interesting watching the end of the golf tournament because. And maybe I'm just I, I I don't pay attention enough, but I think I do. I don't remember the last time somebody won a golf tournament that wasn't in the final group, and it was anticlimactic today because Burns Burns he he said he got nervous in 18. He had two shot lead, hit the middle fairway, hit a terrible block cut into the right bunker, hit it about 15 feet, missed the putt to about eight inches, and putted out before Danny McCarthy, his playing partner, uh, putted who was nine or ten feet and i and i thought to myself this is weird why wouldn't he mark it have mccarthy putt mm -hmm. and then him putt out and you know and do the celebration but it didn't matter because they were already two and three shots ahead of the guys behind us so i don't remember the last time that uh that somebody won a tournament from outside the final group do you well homa was was group what was he homa was one group in front of mcneely there you Amber. go okay but, but i mean yeah but you're it, right it, it, you're absolutely right but but it is it is hard sometimes you don't always get that winner in the last group but i think you're right bernie as we kind of look back it has been um probably more that it's come out of that last group more often than than maybe i always think sometimes it's it's you don't want to be it's nice to chase sometimes and not be the, the the one that's hunted but um but on the other hand, it's always nice to tee off in that last group on Sunday as well. So, um, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, some of these guys, maybe Troy this week has a chance to to be some, you know, late on Sunday. And, and that's what all these guys are trying to do. And, and with the way these points are structured, where you're getting a lot of points if you're in that top five, um, you just want to try to be relevant on the weekend. You want to make that cut do something on Saturday and, and then and then be relevant on Sunday and you don't want to go backwards on Sunday. Those are the guys um, you know that are that are that are kicking themselves because oh I shot 73 on Sunday and the whole world went right by. Hey have a great week uh, in Vegas. Uh, say hi to my friends at the Aria MGM properties. Uh, say hi to uh, any uh, any other fellow teaching pro that you might know out there that maybe we've had on our show before but uh, have oh, a great yeah. week and, uh, and 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 best of luck and uh, we'll talk to you next week bud sounds good hit them great everybody